Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Day five, we have arrived. Um... This was really fun. It's been really fun hearing from you. It's really fun thinking about the continued value of this series and how many people it's going to help. It's been really fun practicing what I preach. (laughs) I use the word preach very lightly, but reminding myself to do the things that I'm teaching you this week, that I'm offering you this week. I I don't know. I've been in the thick of it, I guess. Um, taking action is big stuff. It's big stuff. And um, the action I'm taking in my life for abortion rights is um, it's challenging me, but it's also bringing me back to how very important this work is how very important it is that we process our own experience in a way that we can offer it as something useful to the world. Um, Even if all that action is, the what we offer to the world is a version of ourselves that stands up straighter, that believes in herself more, that... um, follows their dreams that um, believes they are worth it. That is amazing. If we can look at all the tools of this week and keep applying them, it is impossible for our lives to not improve. And that's really awesome to me. So this final day the way we close this series so that we can keep repeating it (laughs) because this is not one and done, right? You finish today's work in a cycle of your life and you just keep going. It's like a spiral. Um, But it's not like a spiral. I always think of it as a spring, right? It's like it just keeps going and it kind of like moves you through these processes and it has ups and it has downs but it's it's trajectory is forward so if you just keep coming back to these five these five things in the rest of your life and apply them to your abortion experience to your desire to grow a business to your family planning to your relationships and your marriage You can replace the word abortion in all of this for anything. This is big stuff, you guys. So anyone who's showing up and listening, you get my podcasting auditory hug. I'm I'm high-fiving you from over here at my desk. So part five, celebrate and evolve your impact. This I'm very resistant to. Um my coaches probably giggle 
me talking about this. It's really hard for me to celebrate. Um, It's been a journey of receiving not only other people's um, celebration of my work, but my own celebration of my work, like celebrating it, believing it's enough. Um, It's not easy for me. And I think it's not easy for a lot of us, but it's so, so important that we take the time to slow down and say, huh, you did good. And also take the time to do a little evaluation, right? How did you do good? How do you want to do different? So there's some questions that I think are really guiding anytime we take action in our life, right? So we tell our story, come back to these questions. We donate money, come back to these questions. We host an event, come back to these questions. We sell a piece of art, come back to these questions. The first question is, what did I try even if it was uncomfortable? And that's that truth piece of if you're growing, if you're expanding, there's going to be discomfort. It's not if you're if you're staying in your comfort zone, you're staying small. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But just being honest about that. Like I didn't step outside my comfort zone. I didn't try anything new. If you're human and you're trying new things, they're going to be uncomfortable. They're they're not they're not going to feel easy and amazing. But remember, that's the whole point of day 2, come back to your baseline and boundaries, right? So what did I try even if it was uncomfortable? Just acknowledge. I have a practice in my business where I evaluate my week and I actually go, I I open my calendar and I look at my calendar and I look at all the things that, that I completed that week. And if you ask me before I look at my calendar, my thoughts are like, I could have done more. I should have done more. Next week I'll do better. I didn't do enough. And then I take that time to look at my calendar, look at what I actually accomplished. And I'm like, damn, girl, (laughs) you did good. You showed up. You showed up for your business. You showed up for your family. You showed up for your clients. Like, I did that and I did that and I did that. And so this process, brains are going to be brains and they're going to tell us we didn't do enough. But if we stop and actually look at what we did do, even if it's like I got myself out of bed, I I went grocery shopping, I um I raised $100,000 for abortion. It literally doesn't matter what it is. It is acknowledging you did take action. It's I can't even tell you. You'd think that after being in this practice for a long time, you would just naturally celebrate what you do, but I'm going to argue if you were socialized in as a woman in particularly, but um, in this culture, celebrating what you do is not a thing unless you're a white cis man. I don't know. That's, that's going to be my venture to guess. So what did I try even if it was uncomfortable? Such a great first question. Next, dig into the series. 
how has my relationship to abortion changed? And I'll use myself as an example on this question. At the beginning of the week, I hadn't recorded any of these podcasts. I hadn't sent any emails. I hadn't shown up to any coaching calls. I hadn't shared any reels. I hadn't posted anything on social media that I now have posted. I hadn't coached any of the clients that I coached. And at the end of the week, my relationship to abortion has changed. It's changed because of the things I did, because of the ways I grew, because of the um, willingness I had to step outside my comfort zone. And what's beautiful about continuing to do this work is there are moments where my relationship to abortion feels like, fuck it, I'm out. I'm not doing this to anymore. It's too hard. It's never going to make a difference. There's too many, just going to say it, stupid people in the world. That's where I'm at today saying those words. <laughs> I don't have anything nicer to say. So there are times that my relationship to abortion is is not good. And they're fleeting. That is the key. Because when I take my week and I look at what I've accomplished and I look at the ways I stepped outside my comfort zone and I look at the rage I experienced... And I look at the love and connection I had. My personal relationship to abortion just gets stronger and more intimate and more powerful. And I believe more and more and more every single day how important this work is. It's gotten to the point where the hard stuff literally just gives me more fuel. The good stuff gives me more fuel. The hard stuff gives me more fuel. But when I really look at the growth of my relationship to this issue, to this um, procedure, to this reproductive rights topic, all of it, whatever you want to call it right now, it just gets stronger and stronger. So my relationship becomes more intimately entwined. Um, and I feel that much more um, dedicated to showing up. Um, the next question is, how did I honor my baseline and boundaries? I love this question. And if I look at my week, which has been just a total roller coaster, um, there were times where I honored my boundaries by just like going out on my deck and letting the sun hit my face. There were times where I honored myself and what I needed by eating a muffin. <laughs> there were times that I honored what I needed by going to bed early. And there were times that I honored coming back to my centeredness, my groundedness by having an extra long conversation with a friend. So when I look at my week, I even um, like if you were following me on social media this week, you'll see I did have some interactions with, I'll call them the crazies because remember today my capacity to be kind is, is a little slim. So my boundary was block, right? You know, when I have someone 
make a comment on my work saying, you know, you're doing the devil's work. My initial reaction is to want to defend myself and prove to everyone else that I'm not doing the devil's work. But my boundary says, if people come into my space in a way that's aggressive or rude, I block them. I set that boundary a long time ago. It took me a while to set that boundary. Um, But I set that boundary a long time ago. And so one of the ways I honored my boundary this week was block. Um, I I don't use my time to answer comments. I did listen to a podcast this week um, from, shoot, uh, what is her name? It was a podcast by a Christian woman who is very pro-abortion or pro-choice. Actually, I put the words pro-abortion in in this sentence, but really she identifies as pro-choice. Um, and she talks about I think this the podcast was like talking about three tips to um, convert pro-lifers to pro-choice. Um, so <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, oh, I know. Coming back to my boundary, right? My boundary, I am not a Christian woman. I don't consider it my work in the world to convert pro-lifers. That is not my calling. My calling, my value, my import, my work is to show up and speak to the people in the middle about their feelings about abortion, their relationship to abortion, help heal some of that so that we can thrive, so that we can change the laws, so that we can show up bigger and better and live the lives we made our choices for. So if I were that woman, I still cannot for the life of me think of her name. <laughs> and it were my aligned work to convert. I don't even like saying the words, but it's, it's her aligned work. It's not mine. If it were my aligned work, and I have so much respect for this woman, to convert pro-lifers to pro-choicers, I would have answered that comment. I wouldn't have blocked her. But that's not my al- aligned work. I would rather use my time and energy answering the DMs for people who actually resonate with my message, who want to learn from me, who I can really actually help. I, I'm not a Christian woman and I can't, I, I have no interest in converting pro-lifers. I would much rather speak to my community who are, who feel, who feel things they want to look at, um, so for me, that boundary was blocking. For someone else, that you know, that wouldn't be a part of their boundary. Their boundary and their aligned work would be to engage in conversation with that woman. So, okay. I can't believe I still haven't thought of her name, but that's kind of amazing. I actually listened to this podcast episode and considered reaching out to her to um, ask if I could share this episode as a bonus podcast Um, not because it's totally aligned with my message and my work, but because it's, it's still awesome, right? Like it's amazing. It's not my voice and it, and it shouldn't be, it's her voice and it's doing good work in the world. So I will link to that on my website once I figure out what it was. (laughs) Um, the next question is what went well, what worked, 
as I was taking action to tell my story, to donate money, to um, organize an event, to make and sell art, what went well? How did, what can I celebrate that worked? Taking the time to really settle that into your system and acknowledge what went well is going to make more go well in the future. You start programming your brain to look for what's going well. And by law of all the laws, more goes well. Just try it. I promise you it will work. So what went well? What worked? What didn't go as planned? Where can I improve? Um, Sometimes there are things that didn't go as planned. They didn't really work out the way you wanted them to. And you can improve. (laughs) Actually, funny story. My intention was to send an email to anyone who registered for this event every day this week. I am pretty sure I did not send an email yesterday and I looked at it on my get to do list today and I was like, huh, you did not, that did not go as planned. You did not send an email yesterday. Actually, I'm saying that and I I genuinely do not know if I sent an email yesterday. That's kind of where my brain is at this week. Um, for anyone in the like planetary awareness space, it is Mercury retrograde. It has been a very weird week communication wise, technology wise. Um, I'm practicing letting go, but it's been a weird week. So anyway, that's a place where, huh, that didn't exactly go as planned. Um, where can I improve? And part of that for me is just like my organization is, it's not terrible right now, but it, it can be improved. It, it can. And so I'm just going to acknowledge that I can improve upon that. I don't have to, but I can. And finally, for me, the idea is that we celebrate, evaluate, and evolve our impact. That we keep growing and expanding our impact. I've been doing this work for years now. Just the podcast alone is two and a half years, right? And well, I don't know, what is this, episode 142 or something? Um, it is evolving. My message is evolving. My community is evolving. My um, everything is growing and expanding and evolving. And so... What is your next aligned action? What is the evolution of your impactful action in the world? It may be related to abortion or it may not be. It may be now that I've healed some of my relationship to abortion, now that I've taken some impactful action that feels good, I'm going to return to my other work in the world and by other I don't really mean other because it's all connected, but my reproductive justice passion of, you know, cleaning up the environment, of um, of offering, creating new sex ed programs, whatever it is, um, of making sure babies have formula. <laughs> Another thing on the on the table this week. Um, 
if you're listen, listening currently, you know there is a shortage of baby formula the week that we're talking about forcing people to have babies. Um, so evolving your impactful action may not continue to use that formula, what I care about plus abortion equals, because that formula was really about taking action for reproductive rights, for abortion rights, for reproductive justice. Um, And you may move forward now that you've done some of that healing work and you're willing to keep taking those actions, but they're not your primary focus like they are mine, continue to use the formula. Like I was coaching a general life coaching client yesterday and I said, please go listen to the series because your formula is what I care about plus entrepreneurship equals my aligned action, right? So what I care about plus being an employee equals my aligned job. Play with it all. Make it work for you. And the way you know it's all working is based on how you feel, right? So we're always going to come back to the model. The way we feel is going to impact all of our actions, is going to impact all of our results. And if we want impactful, purposeful, intentional, expansive results, we got to pay attention to everything that's happening in our bodies, in our hearts, in our minds, all of it. So that's my wrap up. That's my wrap up for this week. I'm so glad that this series now exists in the world. If you're finding it, if you found it this week and have been following along, thank you and please share. If you're finding it in the future, coming back to it. So many people still come back to my Honor Your Abortion series, which was now two years ago. Um, This feels like a series like that that people are going to keep coming back to and keep sharing. So uh, please spread the word. There are, you know, I promise you, you know, so many people who want the content that is in this event series. Um, I do have openings in my coaching practice right now. I don't know what that will look like in the future based on when you're listening to this, but currently I am only offering one-on-one coaching. Um, I have a cap at how many clients feels like an aligned number of clients for me so that I can show up to you, show up to the body of work I'm creating in the world and show up to my family and my well-being and my self-care. So um, I have not hit a point in my business where I am fully booked, but that is something I get giddy about, just thinking about, I don't know, someday there there will be a wait list. Right now, there's not, there's probably an open spot for you, especially if you're listening right now. Actually, there's two open spots right now. Um, so please consider investing in yourself to do this work because you're not just investing in healing and processing your abortion, you're investing in in healing and processing yourself. And that's going to affect everything in your future. Because I do this work, it ripples out to all parts of my life. And I've never, ever been at a better place than I am right now. So 
I would love to work with you. It would be my honor to help you walk through this in a more individual, um, aligned way for you. Um, Thank you. Thank you for being here. Until the next time. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.